Hey everyone, and welcome back for day five of our seven-day course. We're going to talk about financial goal setting today. So we're going to talk about reasonable financial expectations. We're going to talk about setting financial goals, short-term and long-term planning, and cost of necessary tools. So not every tool is going to be necessary for every person, but we'll go over that when we get there. So reasonable expectations. In an ideal world, you would give yourself a year to build your business and set all expectations aside. But I know this world isn't always ideal. For that reason, I will help you break down and set reasonable financial expectations surrounding your business. While there isn't always an exact formula to give you an exact timeline and income, there are some key factors we can look up to set healthy expectations. When you create your own business, you are no longer an hourly employee, but hours in can help us develop an idea of what a healthy income for a new business should look like. A financially successful business is typically established through sustained continual efforts, not through bursts of high effort periods from time to time. If you are in a financial crisis, you need to earn an income fast through a job or another immediately profitable decision, such as a yard sale or selling property. You can begin building your business while in a financial crisis, but it cannot be your solution to the crisis or you are setting yourself up for failure. So part of the reason that I make this particular course free isn't simply because it's beta and I want to introduce the idea to you. It is a lead magnet, but it is not a simple lead magnet. I make this course free because I don't want to take anything away from someone who is in a crisis. A lot of times during financial crises, people can turn to programs and systems that are wonderful programs or wonderful systems, but they won't actually help them be successful quickly enough. <laughs> With any entrepreneurship journey, it's going to take time, and this is no exception. It's really, really important that you... Um, don't quit your day job, that you don't place all of your ho hopes on building this business, that you don't put all of your eggs in one basket. That's not because it's not going to be profitable. It will, but it takes time to build a truly profitable business. So building a business cannot be a response to a financial crisis. Though a financial crisis can be a motivating catalyst to starting a business, um, it just shouldn't be your solution. Profitability takes time. Even when you are making sales, you would be wise to continue reinvesting into your business, which means you still aren't profitable, even though you're making income. In a financial crisis, you need an immediate source of income. You can start planting seeds of effort into building a business, but make sure your four walls are handled as top priority. You need to make sure you have transportation. You need to make sure you have a roof over your head, food in your belly, clothes on your body. Those things are really important. And my system can help you build a really successful business that will put an end to financial fears and lack, but it is not going to do it overnight. You can totally join in with me. You can link arms with me and I will help you grow a business while you're in a financial crisis. However, I will not help you if you are in a financial crisis and you are not working um, a current job to help support getting you out of that financial crisis. This system is designed to be a long-term solution. This is meant to be something that you build that can last the rest of your life, that can help you build a legacy, build generational wealth, 
It is not something that we're just going to pour a little effort and get a lot of income out of. We're going to pour a lot of effort over a short amount, or not short, a sustained amount of time and build something that is going to last and going to be extremely profitable. Healthy gauges. What is the median entry-level hourly wage in the field you are working in? Per Google, an average hourly wage for graphic designers is $20 an hour. Working full-time for 40 hours a week before taxes, they would bring home about $800 a week. If you are a graphic designer attempting to start your own business in five hours a week, by this time next year, you should expect to be earning $100 weekly to be a success. The more time you put in, the more income you can earn. By becoming a leader in your field, you can very easily expect to earn more high-end rates of $54 per hour, though. But this would come by putting in sustained time and effort. Even if you are only earning $20 hourly, you are still a success and have a business that you can begin to scale by investing more time into growing it and advertising it. My goal is not to get you to a $20 an hour income. The clients that I work with, the people that I help, they typically see results more quickly than a year and they typically see incomes much higher than the average. However, sometimes we create these amazing lofty ideas like, oh, if I create a seven-figure business by this time next year, I'm going to be a success. No, no, you're actually successful if you're a graphic designer and by this time next year, you are earning at least that $20 an hour or bringing home at least $100 weekly for five hours of effort. If you can scale to where you are hitting that average of $20 an hour, then you can actually scale and grow your business to be much more profitable. And chances are you're going to be making at least that $54 per hour if you're consistent. So I checked um, a few different sources. I found that ZipRecruiter.com seemed to paint a more realistic picture. So it wasn't overshooting. It wasn't simply talking about outliers that make a lot of money. It averages out the numbers. So a healthy goal should take into account nationwide averages, hours spent, consistency, and marketing costs. So a person could spend just all of their time, 24-7, the first month of their business, and then a year later, they might be wondering where their profits are. Well, they weren't consistent, so they probably don't have any profits. But like I said, five hours a week, you can actually build a pretty profitable business. Personally, I spend between five and 10 hours a week working my business. Coaching, I might add a little bit more but only as I am actually capable and actually have the energy to pour into it. If I don't have energy to pour into doing my business, I don't do it. However, I don't just stop doing it either. I still do the basic things every single week, five to 10 hours a week that help me remain relevant and be helpful and be a resource and a leader in my field. So, an author's hourly average. This is self-published authors. Um, these are people who are earning royalties. So the author's 
who are earning an income have an hourly average of $39 per hour. I want to put this in perspective. You write a book once. <laughs> you edit it maybe a few times. Um, but at the point that you have actually released your book, you're not working more hours. So $39 an hour is a great income, but you do want to continually be putting in hours, whether it's hours being put in through marketing, which could be one of your um, most wise decisions, or hours being put in through nurturing an email list or hours being put in to write additional books. So if you are consistently working your business, not just writing one book and then letting it go, then 39 an hour is a really good average. Um, a lot of times I see a lot more than this when people start to master marketing, um, but that would be a good consistent number that by this time next year, if you are using my building block system, if you are educating yourself, if you are putting time into your business, you could expect to be a success at $39 per hour. Podcasts. So podcast host hourly average is 16 an hour. I was actually pretty surprised by how low this is, but the reality is a lot of podcasters do not monetize their podcast at all. There are many churches that do podcasts with no advertising. There are news stations that have podcasts. There are countless podcasts that have no advertising, no sponsors. So they might get to that 16 an hour because they've developed a really big audience, but there are very um, many podcasts that aren't profitable. If you are working with someone like me that can help you to develop your podcast, however, um, I would say that I, I believe this number should be much higher, but you are still in one year going to be doing better than most podcast hosts if you are making at least $16 per hour. Life coach hourly average. So I'm a little intrigued by this number because I don't see how this applies. Now, there is a lot of work to the back end of being a life coach. Um, as an example, you uh, might help build packages for your customers. For me, if I'm going to do an initial session with somebody, after the session is complete, I'm going to make sure that I have thorough notes and I'm going to help design for them a personalized roadmap. So not a roadmap, aka like system that they go through, but I'm going to help them say what they need to do, the order they need to pursue it, the cost associated with that. So I might spend an hour coaching somebody. I might spend an hour and a half working on their um, PDF. Um, and then for marketing, you certainly could spend a lot of time. I just don't. I don't spend a lot of time marketing. And I think that it's um, probably not good marketing if you have to spend a lot of hours marketing. Um, if you learn to do it well, it's a pretty automated thing. So I feel like this number is really low, but the ZipRecruiter.com average is pretty fair. So I would say that a life coach in one year who is earning at least $19 per hour for their business is a success. So an online course creator has an hourly average of $48 per hour. I would say that that would probably not be an overwhelmingly successful course. And that would probably be with a course that isn't marketed very well. This is probably a lot of people marketing only on the course host 
platform or only marketing to their own personal friends and family members. Online courses do take a lot of time to make, and you certainly could be more um, fancy than me. Um, And maybe that would whittle it down to $48 an hour. But for a solid online course that you are marketing consistently and well, I would say that you could, again, probably expect to make much more than this. I see people um, earning much more than this. However, this is taking into account averages, and some people's averages are extremely low. So overall, this time next year, if you are an online course creator, you can anticipate being a success if you are making at least $48 per hour with your business. So an audiobook narrator has an hourly average income of $25 per hour. There are a lot of ins and outs to this. Uh, Some people receive royalties. Some people narrate the audiobook as a one-time thing, and then they continue to narrate. I would say that this would probably be more representative of somebody who does that, who has a singular contract and doesn't have royalties with a good book. So whenever you first start narrating um, audiobooks, you're probably going to get more contracts that you record and then you surrender the rights to as opposed to ongoing royalties because this is going to help you build a portfolio so you can try and um, bid for uh, nicer audiobooks. <laughs> you can get your foot in the door, build your portfolio. Um, but either way, 25 an hour is a great income. I would say that you need to have in mind that that's not simply reading hours because an audiobook narrator also needs to have software to edit what they are narrating. It's typically really easy. Um, There's software that makes it super simple, but um, 25 an hour is going to include your editing and your reading time. So my goals for you, (laughs) they may not matter because you actually need to set goals for yourself, but my goal is to see you commit to a specific amount of time like we talked about day one, ideally one year, not to commit to me, but to commit to yourself. This is to help minimize time wasted, learning tools and businesses. Wow, I'm getting tongue-tied. This is to help minimize time-wasted learning tools and business practices that have nothing to do with your unique business. So I want you to commit to one year, but I want you to commit to one really strong year of studying what you need to learn and not a million unrelated things. Um, I spent so much time learning so many unrelated things, and it made me a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none for so many years. And so it wasn't until I really honed in that I personally became successful as myself and not simply um, making other businesses successful or building other empires. My goal is to take your focus off of unrealistic pie-in-the-sky goals and help ground your expectations in reality. Listen, I want you to dream big dreams. I want you to be an outlier. I want you to have the seven-figure business. However, is there a really high likelihood that in one year you're going to have a seven-figure business? Probably not. 
But you could have a really great six-figure business. <laughs> you could have a really great five-figure business depending on how much time you're putting in. Either of those things are enough to support a healthy lifestyle. Those are great ways to pay off debts. Those are great ways to build something sustainable to where you can quit your day job. You can exit financial emergency. You can help other people Learn to just do exactly what you're doing and be successful. So I want you to have these crazy goals. And I do want to cautiously say that the numbers I told you on the last page are not necessarily, not even likely reflective of what your degree of success will be if you stick with it and if you're consistent. If you stick with it and you're consistent, you will be an outlier. But an outlier may still not be a millionaire in one year. They could be a millionaire in two years or three years. That would be more realistic. But let's set the first goal to simply be profitable, simply be average or above average in your field within a year. And then when you blow those expectations out of the water, you're going to be so pleased that you started. And my other goal for you is to show you that the path to building a business that is profitable and can be scaled to earn as much or as little as you hope to while maximizing your freedom. So I want you to know your path. I want you to build your business. I want you to be highly profitable. And then I want you to be able to scale that to become even more profitable. So your reasonable goals would look like replacing your current income within a year. Not if you're not putting in hours to get you to that point, but a reasonable goal would be replacing an income. A reasonable goal would be creating mostly passive income streams requiring minimal maintenance, aka 5 to 10 hours a week. A reasonable goal would be building a scalable business where you can set exact income goals and reliably hit them year after year. I want to qualify that. Math and statistics matter. <laughs> Whether you like them or not, they do matter. So if you can start hitting your goals and seeing patterns, you can then begin to predict your income pretty reliably and you can set pretty healthy and exact goals. So that's why I would say build a scalable business where you can set exact income goals and not simply, I want to be at least average by this time next year. If you um, become profitable in six months, then you can have a few months of seeing what your numbers are month after month, seeing your growth rate month after month. And then you can say, okay, so from now to year two, this is the goal that I anticipate hitting. And it's going to be pretty close to accurate. I want you to consider goals like paying for a nice family vacation. Maybe you don't have the time and the hours and the energy to put into replacing your current income in a year, but I bet you have the time and energy to be able to pay for a nice family vacation. Um, so it's okay to think of little rewarding goals. It's okay to think of goals like, I want to be able to fund my daily coffee habit. I want to be able to fund my gym membership or my Zumba classes. Any of those would be totally reasonable. Another reasonable goal would be to help supplement your partner's income. I have um, a loved one very, very near and dear to me. They have multiple children. They were a 
two-income household for the longest time, but they ended up um, having to become a one-income household pretty unexpectedly. They were still paying off debt. They were still young. They are still young. Um, And just supplementing, just bringing in $100 a week would give them so much more time together. It would mean they could say no to overtime and exhaustion. So supplementing income is also a really worthy and reasonable goal. So short-term versus long-term. There is a direct correlation between sustained time invested and profitability. I can help you write, edit, and publish a quality book within a month. However, it will not be easily profitable without marketing it properly or having other books and resources available, like we talked about how books can be funnels. You will need to build a small but loyal following. You must create an opportunity to turn one-time customers into repeat clients. You will need to develop and nurture a healthy email list. On a full-time schedule, you could anticipate building a brand and earning some income within 90 to 120 days as an author. However, with only 10, 20 hours a week over a year, you will have built a larger platform very naturally. You will have a healthy email list and multiple books or customer offerings. This is why I teach that one year of sustained effort is imperative to your success and longevity. I would anticipate that with slow, faithful time invested, you will be producing a modest income in six months and by one year working fewer hours and earning a higher income than the national averages. Of course, disclaimer, it's possible that this isn't true. However, I have seen it be true time and time again, that if you put in the effort, you will see the reward, but you have to do it sustained over time, not all at once. So investing in your business. So cost of necessary tools. For any business, I mean for podcasting, for graphic design, for writing, for course creation, you're going to need Canva. Now there is a Canva basic. It's super limited. It doesn't have a lot of templates and there are a lot of graphics you can't access. I feel like it's a really good tool to go ahead and anticipate paying for. You could pay $14.99 per month, or you could pay their annual fee of $119.99. So for writers, for authors, for course creators, it's a really good idea to have Grammarly Premium. Grammarly Premium, you can earn or pay $30 per month or 144 annually. This is a really high quality editing software. It doesn't replace an editor if you're writing a book, but if you are writing a book and you can't afford an editor, you have to get Grammarly. It's worth it. They will give you really good suggestions. Again, there are free versions of Grammarly, but it's just not quite as comprehensive. You still have to go over everything really with a fine tooth comb to make sure that it's editing properly if you're doing something long form like a book, but um, it's a really valuable tool. Stan. (laughs) So if you are on TikTok, chances are you have heard of Stan stores. So Stan stores are $29 a month to $99 a month, depending on the plan. This is a really great um, way to link people to your website through social media platforms like Facebook, like TikTok, like Instagram. 
Um, it's not necessary, you, but it is a really nice tool and you can do a lot with it. So I like to host my courses on Kajabi, but some people do host courses on Stan. I don't find it as comprehensive, but you do have a lot of options and it is a really great um, tool potentially. Now, I do want to say that as you're in the building stages of your business, don't just go out and subscribe to any of these things. You need to actually create your own personalized roadmap, whether it's by going through doing a coaching session with me, doing a coaching session with somebody else, doing your own research, or going through additional courses. Um, don't buy these until you need them. A lot of them have free trials, so you can start utilizing free trials at the point that you're actually already being productive. So for example, if you're writing a book, just write a book, write it on Notepad, write it on Google Docs. Don't subscribe to any services until your book is done. Then you can go and you can get Grammarly Premium. You can get Canva Pro and start working on a cover. Um, you can get StanSource so you can start advertising it through TikTok. Um, just you don't have to do it yet. So Thinkific. That is a alternative to Kajabi that's really cool. Um, it's very similar. I do find that Kajabi is a little bit more user-friendly. And the current promo on Kajabi, I think, is $149 a month, but it is up to $199. However, they always do promos. So I put Thinkific here because their pricing tends to be pretty consistent without as many promos. Kajabi, it changes. So you could hit it at a time that you can lock in a much lower rate, or you could hit it at a time that there's no promo and it's a higher rate. But if you are a course developer, those would be the two platforms that I would point somebody to and see, you know, just what really resonates with you. Flowdesk for managing your emails. You can pay $38 a month or you can pay $420 annually. So you don't have to immediately do this when you build a um, email list, but it is really important once you have a pretty consistent email list, once you have quite a few names on it. So your marketing budget is your choice. Like I said, I do not spend more than $1.50 per lead and I advertise for the sake of obtaining leads and building relationships with people. But I let my relationships with people be what sells them, if you will. I want people to know me, to know my voice, to know if they like me. And I also want them to know if they don't like me so they don't waste their time. So I pay $1.50 per lead and then I really work to nurture those leads and um, meet their needs. Continuing education. Um, I priced that at $14.99 a month and up. That's because for my courses, my course membership, that's the price point I'm looking at. I've seen other courses of different varieties that are $14.99 a month. Most are much higher. Um, I have joined masterminds for as high as $8,000. Um, and I have joined e-courses for as low as about $499, $499 to be clear. So reflection, many people have an interest in being successful entrepreneurs. However, most of them give up when they recognize the improbability of becoming an overnight success. Achieving financial freedom is possible for anyone, but only dedicated people willing to invest in themselves now to help cultivate a better tomorrow will see the fruit of their work. Are you ready to have dedicated but tough first year to have a fruitful and rewarding future? 
you can be an outlier, a success story, and have a future filled with freedom in every way. But what's standing between you and that future is the heavy work of laying a foundation with seemingly little rewards in the early days. Is tomorrow worth it to you? So I just really want you to reflect on that. Um, I really want to come up with some amazing system that is going to guarantee you are an overnight success. We all want to swallow that magic pill and be overnight successes. It's just not realistic. And I want you to set realistic goals because I want you to be a success. Journal. So go ahead and work on filling out day five in your journal um, and brainstorm what you are willing to sacrifice now to build the future of your dreams. Answer yourself honestly to truly set yourself up for success. So if you honestly are not going to give five hours a week to building your business, don't join a program. Don't join $14.99 program. Don't book a coaching session with me. And it's not because I don't want the income or because I don't want to work with you. It's because you're going to be wasting your time. And I am not about wasting time. So please don't waste your time. Please be honest with yourself. Please look and see, okay, would $30 an hour in one year be worth it to me? Because if it's not, then this isn't for you. Um, but if you can be pleased and successful and and realize that you are building something that's going to last, if by this time next year you're writing books and earning $39 an hour average, then this is for you. So tomorrow, we're going to talk about longevity building habits to ensure your business will succeed and bring the freedom you are looking for. I'll see you tomorrow.